The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. The first time I met you, Mike, I was working for Bijan Patisserie in town. And I was a pastry chef there, and I remember seeing you, and you still had those glasses with the, oh, yeah, with the still, beads on it. I yeah. still remember. <laughs> long, long time ago, yep. and that was a really fun place to go. Did you enjoy your time there? I didn't, work there, I didn't work there for very long. It oh. was not a, the best fit. Uh, yep. Well, I was really disappointed that it, didn't, it wasn't a great fit for the city mm-hmm. because he had some One, really unusual things going on in there. Yeah, I'll and say. And I love that. I will say that. Um, very talented um, chef Bijan was. And I will say this, it got me into lacrosse because that's the reason why I moved here and I stayed here. Was so him? everything, yep, everything was meant to be. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm very glad to know that. And then you spent time across the street at the Charmont? Um, I was at the Four Sisters. Go one, oh, go was one, it four click, sisters? go across the road. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, I, then from there, I went to the Four Sisters. They had just opened up their restaurant and I was their night cook and I fell in love with the Four Sisters. And then I went to the waterfront because oh, they, the waterfront they had a they okay. had um, a piece of industry chef, and it was an obvious transition for yeah, me because that's that's where my field is. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. I said the Charmant. I meant the waterfront, but yeah, they're kind of all the same. Yeah. Well, kind of. You know, when you when you dig deep, they end up being kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Different address, but the same, the same. Yeah. And now you have your very own place. I do. Your little mm-hmm. tiny bakery right there in downtown La Crosse is yep. awesome. On Main Street. Yep. Thank Keeping you. the doors open. Yeah, we are. We Staff are. Yes. still hired. Nobody had to be fired or laid off or I know, sent right? home forever. I know. I know. We're doing good with staffing, knock on well, wood. That's, yeah. We're really fortunate because that's not the case in a lot of places right now. I was just going to say, I'm so glad to hear that you are fully staffed and you didn't have to fire or lay off anybody. And so you've been able to stay open. That says a lot about your products. It also says a lot about the size of your fabulous bakery that puts out a lot of product and you don't need a million staff. That's yeah. unfortunate. When one of my favorite restaurants has to close a couple of days a week because they can't, they don't have staff to work. Yep. That that that's painful. It is, that's but really gosh, hard. it's a lot of places. And you know, what? I'll say yeah. this for ourselves. For and it's not like we're perfect. So right now we're closed on these days. That's kind of intentional for right now because uh-huh. for us to open another day would mean we have to hire more people, and it's hard to find help right now. Oh yeah. So that I mean that's well, and you have specialized help. You just can't help. Yep. Ha- hire anybody with arms and legs. Yes. They yeah. have to have some skill. We do. And even the month of June, we cut back on the amount of cake flavors that we had available. Did you? Because we're so busy with pre-orders and with weddings that at oh. a certain point we had to limit our everyday sales. Yeah. And which is not a bad problem to have. But um, but it is it is hard to find good help right now. Do you ever consider, maybe you do it all the time, and I'm just thinking of this, you're making this cake for this wedding. Make two and then sell one in the store? Oh, yeah, we sell do that. Stuff, you we do, do that. that. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. I made this cake, this giant 55-layer cake for a wedding, yep. and I'm going to sell individual layers in the, in the store, Yep. in and the bakery. Weddings by nature, we just because they're higher ticket items, we do let them have a full range of options as far as flavors go. Like oh, more, more than we wedding. would somebody who's just buying you know, like sure. a $40 cake versus I get brand. It. Yeah. Uh, has, I can't imagine that anybody has come into the bakery and said, Wow, I was looking for a slice of, of 
cake and you don't have it. All you have is this other awesome award-winning <laughs> world-class piece of cake. There's choices. We got you got yeah. choices. Yeah. Yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding. I have never been dis Wow, Mike. Well, and I've been in on a couple of occasions uh, for sandwiches cuz although I love dark chocolate, there are times when savory works really well. And your croissant sandwiches, I, I don't even have to put a bite in my mouth and I start my mouth waters. Thank you. Oh, man, we don't have any of the sunrise. But we have this other one, Mike, and you're really going to like this, I think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, good for you. You're correct. They're so good. Thank you. Well, we make them from scratch um, like, like with love. Right. I mean, it's all a lot well, of layers. You know what? <laughs> and I appreciate that as well. Yep. Oh, thank you. I mean, good yes. for you. I get, I'll get here earlier tomorrow. But don't let me let me just look back in the refrigerator. Maybe that there's one count. way in the back. Yeah, no, no, I don't want yesterday's. Yeah, that is one thing with the croissants. It has to be day of, or it's not. It's not or special anymore. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the reasons because I I will one of these days, I'll work it all out timing and so forth, and order uh, ten of those twelve for the however many morning people we have in on a day. Awesome. And yep. uh, have ten of those sandwiches because everybody in this building in the morning has not been over for breakfast. I think everybody has had a cookie or a muffin or a, uh, a not a muffin, a cupcake or, you know, a treat, a, a sweet treat from you. Yep. I'm not sure everybody has had savory stuff, which you do all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a beautiful quiche, too, as well. Um, yeah, and we're making the puff from scratch that, that the pastry goes into. Yeah, there's a lot of options um, beyond the sugar the sugar well, options. I like mm-hmm. the savory stuff also. you got to have a little of both, yep. right? you got to live. I like your hat, by the way. I got to say, thank that you. Right. Salty. My hat says salty on salty. it. Isn't that cool? That is. I love it is. so much. And for a, a baker to say, well, and salt is important in baking. Mm-hmm. That have you made that has been really fun of late? Anything crazy? Oh, lots of things. Yeah. I mean, um, I've been playing a lot with texture lately. So oh. texture and cake. Um, I've been um, caramelizing Rice Krispies and putting them in cake. Isn't what? that fun? Right? I don't know. Rice Caramelized Krispies cereals. Rice Krispies? I know, right? So you just make a hard ca- crack caramel. You're literally just putting sugar in a pan, letting it cook until it caramelizes. And then right at the end when it starts to turn color, you toss it with Rice Krispies. Treats. I mean, you could do any cereal. Oh, sure. But what happens is it gets a great hard crack caramel coating, and it stays hard. So you could put it in a cake, oh. and it's going to stay hard for a couple of days. So you get that crunch when you bite so into it. That's pretty Isn't cool. Isn't that fun? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is fun. I have, I'm sure you've been up to Fanati's. Lori has chocolate in there that's delicious. And, and uh, when I was up there, last time I was up there, she, oh, you got to try one of these. It's, uh, I can't remember what it's called, firecracker candies or something. What was it? It's dark chocolate with, with, uh, oh, God, what do you call those? Those, uh, oh, I can't think of the name. Pop, Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. Thank you. Yep. Thank mm-hmm. you. Pop Rocks in the candy. Oh, that sounds I mean, like in so candy. Fun. Can- yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so cool because I have, uh, I spend a good deal of time with an, a seven-year-old. Said, "Oh, Elliot, you got to try this candy. It's really fun." Because sadly, he starts to like the same kind of candies that I like, and now yep. I have to share. So I was kind of hoping he wouldn't like it. He did. Here, have a bite of this. He put it in his mouth. He's having a bite. Mike, this candy. That's cool. Dancing in my mouth. That's cool. Feeling the pop rocks move around. That it's dancing in my mouth. I'd never heard it described that way. Pop rocks in a candy. That would be Oh, cool. I'll swing by and pick that chocolate up. That, so my kids are going to love that. That sounds like so much fun. Oh, uh, right at the counter. I Maybe on the shelf, but it was okay. right on the counter. I just asked her for the fireworks, the Pop Rocks candy. All right. That sounds uh, great. Yeah. Could you do something like that in a cake? Can you put, put Pop Rocks in oh, a cake? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right and here? it's the same idea. 
you have to coat it in something because you have to have a barrier ah, so it between doesn't the get cake. soft. Yep. Yeah. So chocolate is a great barrier or that caramel crack. Just yeah. and the caramel crack doesn't last forever, but within a day or two, you're good. Anybody ever order something that you've never done before? I want a cake. I need you to make a cake that will feed whatever, 50 people. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I want something. Yeah, yeah all so the time. So go crazy. We- I love that. I love you know, that yeah. client. You can right? do whatever. You, yeah, yeah. Because I'll be that yeah. client someday. I want a cake. Well, and I've done that before. I need a dark chocolate cake about this big around. Something crazy. Whatever you guys dreamed up the mm-hmm. last time you were up at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. having a sip of favorite beverage, thinking of ideas and writing them down. Yeah. Make me one of those. I actually think sometimes when we have a client like that, the desserts come out better because there's more creative freedom. Yeah. And rather than having a client who's very specific about yeah. everything, and sometimes that gets a little boring, a little much. Yeah. Well, and boring. But that's what we do. We, we oh, and I get it. Clients. There are yep. those people mm-hmm. who need it to be exactly, exactly, yep. exactly. Yep. Sadly, it may be because they've never had anything else. This is the best thing I've ever eaten. Have you ever eaten anything else? Oh, heck no. I have this every single time. I yep. never, when I come in here, I order the same thing every time. Yeah. Have you ever tried this? No. Mm-hmm. Now you're missing out. Or sometimes I think it's people who aren't that familiar with the bakery, too, and they don't. I mean, Once they start working with us, me and my staff, I think they are a little more trusting. Anybody who's a customer who goes into Meringue Bakery and disappointed, have you got any, oh, you're out? Okay, well, goodbye. That person is making a gigantic mistake. Yeah, I think sometimes one of the best things is trying new. So I'm a, I'm this person. I will always try the new, something I've never tried before. Right, but right. some people don't. They like they like what oh, they like. Too. You know, they like their cookies. Oh, not, which, no, no, I get don't it. Don't get me wrong. I love a chocolate chip cookie. Well, in the last yep. time we talked about, you were making cookies with weird. No, I shouldn't say weird. With unusual ingredients, mm-hmm. chocolate and not not berries necessarily, but like infusing yeah. the cookies with stuff. So man, I'm all over that. When I go to a mm-hmm. restaurant, two things: a I don't ever want to order anything at a restaurant that I make at my house. I'm not going to a restaurant, even an Italian restaurant. Am I ordering spaghetti? Heck no. No. Why? Because I make spaghetti at home. Mm-hmm. But I've never made manicotti or, you know, something else that's when I I want to order something that I yes. don't make at my house. Yep. Or that's made completely upside down, inside out from from however I make it so that I can say, wow, I've never had Right? That's the whole part. That's the, for me, that's the funnest part. Fish, yeah. I've yeah. never heard of that fish. Monkfish. You ever eaten monkfish? I'm sure I have. Oh, man. It's amazing. I just, yeah, I was watching a little video on YouTube the other day while I was waiting for MasterChef. I, I, let, I, enjoy, I could never be on that show myself because I don't have those kinds of skills. I have a, my son, Andrew. He could do that because he's just crazy enough to be like the contestant right there. I, gotta, I have to make something with sweetbreads. I barely know what they are, yeah. but now I'm going to have, I'm going to have four master chefs judge my ability to make something taste delicious. I don't even know what it is. Andrew could do that. He would just make that up. I, I, I probably couldn't do that. Yeah. But I would order it yep. in a restaurant. Your special is what? Monkfish. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to have some of that. So what have you been making at uh, Meringue Bakery of late besides these awesome gooey in the middle? And kind of crunchy on the outside, half-eaten chocolate cookies. Man, this is good. Oh, thank you. You know, we're in a produce season right now with everything sure, kind sure. Of So we've been, just been trying to take in fruit from local places. So we have got raspberries from Hoke Orchards this week. It changes, you know, it changes all the time. Sure, sure, stuff. whatever's fresh. So um, today we made a raspberry pistachio tart um, with Hoke Orchards.
orchard raspberries and a pistachio cream and pistachio cake and a tart. It's really delicious. So oh, I mean, I'll bet. there's always something new. Today I tested out um, an almond cake recipe this morning because I wasn't in love. Our almond cake recipe is perfect for layered cakes, but not for cupcakes, which are two different things um, as far as the texture that you're looking for. Really? Yes, you wouldn't think so, but there is. I, because cupcakes, you want to have a dome on the top. You don't want them to bake off and just be flat because that's a sad-looking cupcake. And our recipe that we're using for our cakes would just leave the cupcakes with a flat flat top. So oh. I changed up the recipe this morning to give a dome. And it's and that's such a minor thing, but it makes a difference for a presentation. I watched what I must have watched it recently because I can still remember. Husband and wife, he they're both cooks. She's a baker. And she was talking about baking uh, a peach pie and some other kind of pie. And, you know, what sets your pies apart? Well, they're unique. They're different because her pies are domed. And then so she made this pie, and I think it was a peach pie. And she began, and it's done, pull it out of the oven, and it looked good even on TV. She began to to, uh, divide it up, started with scissors to cut the dome. Oh, for real. So she didn't mush down the, the dome. With a knife, so she cut the the dome, and then there, so there's an inch of air between the top of the crust yep. and the pie itself, and when she sets it on your plate, it's it's it's, it's still intact. layered. Yeah, yep. so it was so cool, and uh-huh. I thought that is so interesting. And you know, you have to do it just right to get the dome to rise up, like you said. Yep. Otherwise, it's a flat, and then that's just like everybody else makes flat cupcakes. I need a round one. Yeah, cool. But Mine are always like that. My cookies end up being, hey, it's a delicious chocolate chip pancake. It's really big. I, you know, then I, maybe I could do, I have these little forms that you make uh, uh, English muffins in. Yep. Or if you want an egg, you want to fry an egg and it needs to be this big. I have little forms like that. I need to put chocolate chip cookies in those things too. So it doesn't end up being a pancake. Yep. So that's they're all how, the same size. That's how good a baker I am. Mm-hmm. Not. All right, a little bit of business. What do you want to, you brought a bunch of stuff. I did, yeah. We'll try stuff on the break here. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, we don't, but I need to, some people will say, Mike, all you did was make me drool <laughs> for an hour. You want me to tell you what I brought in? Yeah, yeah. So we have a, a variety of cupcakes. We've got carrot, a double chocolate, an almond. Um, on the chocolate, one of my favorite things, so the, the frosting, it starts off as a caramel and with brown butter, um, and we do two different types of chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and it's all in the frosting. So the, the frosting is like, the most delicious, delicate frosting you've ever had in your entire life. Better than buttercream? Because that's the best oh, yeah. frosting I've oh, yeah. ever eaten. Oh, yes, yeah. Really? This is amazing, yep. Really? Um, I have a peanut butter and jelly blondie. Um, Ooh. I know, right? Um, lemon shortbread, a lemon almond tart. Um, and that's what's left. I think that we had a lot more right. this morning. <laughs> right, and anybody that's upstairs listening, they're all gone. <laughs> Just photographs of them. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Come on down and take a taste. I invited I invited uh, Terry Bauer to come over. Sadly for him, from downtown Main Street, he said, "Yeah, I'm in a, I'll be in a meeting. It starts at ten o'clock." I said, "Well, talk fast, because if it's over before eleven, come on over and I'll treat you." Oh man, she's so good, isn't she? He's one of your Terry's biggest fans. A good guy, yeah. He's Terry. doing a good job. He was I am, yeah. as a downtown Main Street guy. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. That's good to know, because you know you're a downtown Main Street business. Mm-hmm. Good deal. All right, we'll take care of a little business. You got to push the envelope a little bit. That's yep. uh, Jen Barney from Meringue Bakery is my uh, guest in the kitchen. We're Cooley Region cooking with ingredients I never heard of, and it is we're, we're meringue. Of course, uh, you work hard to try and bring unique because everybody can make a muffin, 
but not like yours. Yeah. Or the, uh, you know, the peach pie that has a dome that you have to know how to do that. You didn't, you either did it by accident or you know what you're doing. Same with a couple of the meat markets around. If you don't know what you're doing, then uh, you don't stay open very long. But you got to be able to educate people into why do you want to buy ham that's $33 a pound. It's just fancy ham. No, it's prosciutto is uh, is a little different than that. And if you know what you're talking about, suddenly you realize my da- I can hear my dad talking over my shoulder. He used to call me honey. I know it's $33 a pound, honey, but you're not buying five pounds. You're buying half a pound yep. or a quarter of a pound, and it will be so mm-hmm. worth it, so worth it. And I'm, uh, unfortunately, the same unfortunate situation with cheese and a number of ingredients. People yep. are afraid. Yep. I know for us, our biggest seller in the, the retail part of our bakery are four-inch and six-inch cakes because they're approachable financially. Sure. Um, but I, I will say this about cake. You do get what you pay for. And on our end for our bakery, we're not out to make, like, if I was, if I'm being totally honest with you, like, if I was getting a cake for my five-year-old daughter who loves, like, Barbies and Trolls. Sure. We're not the best bakery for that type of cake. because for a I, kid's party. I, yeah. Sure. A really, five-year-old. You know, unless they're, like, unless they love, you know, French macaroons and fancy things, we're not, we're probably not the best fit in lacrosse. There's other bakers who. Right. They want the cake my, that has their picture painted in frosting yes. on it. Yeah. Yeah. The perfect cake. Um, yeah. But we're the person that you come to if you want a cake for, like, your mom's birthday and it's a special birthday. Right. That's, you know, like, more cakes that you the, savor, just gonna, like what you were saying. Absolutely. Yep. You eat it slowly yep. with a glass of, uh, of uh, 40-year-old port yep. and uh, and sip it and nibble it. And yeah. And we do, we do build our cakes. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've got some standard cakes. Like, we've got a lemon cream cake because people in this area love lemon cream cake. And oh, who doesn't sure. like lemon? But we also have cakes that, when you bite into them, they have a flavor profile. So, like, it'll take you on a flavor journey where you don't, you know, you'll taste one flavor and then the next and the next. Um, and we love cakes like that. We love giving people that experience. Yeah. Then they savor the cake and eat it slowly. How do you how do you separate the kind of flavor profile, the trip you want to take some a customer's tongue on from? Oh yeah, they they all they have. They're just they're not. I mean, they're they're nice kids. They're the lady who owns it's a nice lady. They only have hoity-toity. They, you know, they don't have any regular. Yeah, but like you said, you get what you pay for. Sometimes hoity-toity is worth it because it's only this big. Mm-hmm. Is it expensive? Sure, but you're only going to cut it in four pieces. Yeah. And so you're going to have the cake of a lifetime. Yeah. How do you, you help know, people understand that it's worth it? Oh, I think it's easy. I think it's how you talk to people too, is it? right? Okay. Yeah, because right. you don't want to be like stuck up. We, we're from Wisconsin. I'm, from, I'm a farm girl. You know, like we want people to try our cake because we we put so much love into it. So, for example, we have um, a vanilla bean Bavarian cream cake at the bakery. Mm-hmm. So it's just a vanilla. Let's just I use all those fancy words. It's just a vanilla cake at the heart of it. Let's sure. be honest. But we use vanilla bean. We make a Bavarian cream. And I think approaching it that way, you know, somebody who just wants a basic cake, we can do that. It's just going to be a little extra, and that's and that's what well, that's what we love doing. And people are going to taste it and say, I've had Bavarian cream. A pie cake before this is way better than that mm-hmm. because we didn't just use vanilla well i when i made it i used vanilla from mexico so it was imported and that's great we used vanilla bean mm-hmm. from venezuela way more expensive and that's why our cake is a little more expensive yes but that's why you're having a, a little taste extravaganza in your mouth right now yeah. because it's worth it we went to the extra effort to take the thing you love to a couple of 
levels above yeah. where you've been. Yeah. All right, tell me about the uh, the cupcake with the frosting that is so good you'll want to give away your dog. Yeah, okay, everybody's heard of ganache, right? Like uh-huh. It's just... At its, at its heart, it's just the equal parts chocolate and cream. Right. So this is that, but this is the grown-up version of a ganache. So it starts off, you take a sugar. It doesn't even matter how, the amount of sugar. So you just take it in a pot. You, you start to cook it until it starts to caramelize. Um, so it's going to cook down. It's going to start to turn colors. At that point, you Just take, sugar, no liquid? You, can add, you, you don't have to. You can add okay. a little bit of liquid. Sometimes that helps it cook evenly, but yeah, you can just do it dry. Okay. It doesn't matter. A little cream or something. No cream, just water. Well, just, just water. water. Okay, okay. Because right now, at this point, we're just looking to caramelize the sugar. That's our uh, only goal. Okay, all right. So just so once it starts to caramelize, you can just take a basic ganache recipe. So it's equal parts. So let's just say you got eight ounces of cream. So at yep. that point, you pour the cream into the caramel. Now you've got caramel infused cream. Okay. Got it. Yep. And then to this recipe, I'm just making this up in my head, but this is, you guys could use this recipe. Um, you maybe want three ounces of butter unsalted butter that you're going to brown. So you're going to, on a low and slow heat, you're going to start to take and melt butter. Um, it takes about five minutes. It depends on how hot, hot your pan is um, until it, the milk solids separate and they start to brown on the bottom. Low and slow. If you've never done it before, just Google it. It's easy, but it makes such a big difference because what happens yeah. is you're toasting the milk solids that are in that butter. Uh, it makes it nuttier, um, smoother, more earthy flavored um, butter. Um, so we, so we got our eight ounces of caramel heavy cream. Now we've got eight ounces of chocolate. And we're going to use really good quality chocolate, whatever the best you can find, the best quality. Yep. And if you want to break it up, at the bakery we do half milk, half dark chocolate. So we're using Calibo chocolate. Um, so that would be four ounces of milk chocolate, four ounces of dark chocolate. And then using an immersion blender, which is important on this one, um, just one of those handheld ones you can get them sure. anywhere. The stick blender for those yes, of you who are thinking, exactly. what is that? Yeah. So we're mixing together the, the equal parts of our caramel cream our chocolate, and then our butter, and we're immersion blending it, and then you got to let it set up for a day. For a day? Yep, and then the next day you come in, and it's shiny, beautiful, creamy ganache, which could be used as a frosting. Um, it could be used for a truffle filling. I mean, tarts, you could use it for anything, or you the, can just the eat it. beaters, right? I was yeah, just going to say. You can just use it for anything. What, what are you doing with that? It's so just versatile. eating it in a bowl? It's so versatile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you made pudding. Well, yeah, kind of, sort of. Yep. Oh, yeah, so delish. Mm-hmm. So good. We are Cooley Region Cooking with Jen Barney. I have goosebumps. I'm drooling all over the place. Good thing we're not on Facebook, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Cooley Region, Region Cooks, 10 to 11. We get together with them and have fun. Is it fun? Do you ever today day and say, God, am I glad this was a bad day? <laughs> I bad day. I say, gosh, I... Especially didn't work the way you Friday, wanted Saturday, or it's so busy in the bakery. We've got weddings that were delivering all over the place. Yeah, it's yeah. a hard day. But I already to rock the next day. I don't wake up dreading. I'm like, I wake up saying, oh, my God, i got so much to do. i got to get going. You know, that's how I feel in the mornings. Yeah. What time do you get into the bakery in the morning? Um, it depends. So I would say. Um, I know you're not the first person in. I'm not the first person in anymore. people to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, 4 o'clock is probably the average. And by 6 is probably sleeping in for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Being rich and famous is a lot of work, isn't it? Oh, I'm not rich or famous. Oh, but you, I'll, of course I'll put you're in the famous. Work. Come on. I'll put in the work. Have you won the uh, Holiday Baking Championship twice? I have. Uh-huh. Well, that's I not have. famous. Have <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. Do they keep calling? We need somebody who's really good to be on our show. Who can we call? Let's call that lady from Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, she's she always says yes. I'll humble myself down a little bit. So in the last two years, so... 
two and three years ago, three and four years ago, I did the baking championships. I did really well. I won. But in three years, two years ago, one year ago this year, I did a show called Big Bake. And it was Food Network, but it was in Canada. So it didn't really oh, air here. In but, America, yeah. But it was a regular show. Sure. Um, and I will say this to humble myself down. I did not do that well. No? I didn't. I The first one, we definitely took third place. Third? No question. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it was... Um, it was just, I, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And it was these structural was cakes. Was that your first one? It was. With, uh, with movement, and you had to have movement, and uh, five-foot cakes, crazy. Um, and how do you work an electric motor into your, yeah, your cake? Right? You know? And I overcomplicated it on the first one. The second time, um, I was I was invited to join another an established group. Uh-huh. So I just kind of showed up, and they told me what to do, and it was awesome. And we definitely took second place on that one. So like, you, you move up as you learn, right? And I mean, sometimes you just got to show up. Sometimes you just got to show up and see what happens. Do you enter those kinds of contests when it's just you or when it's you and your team that you can invite to be a part of? I've done an arrangement. You know, those baking championships, you're single. It's just me. I yeah, walk, just I walk in and I don't even know what's happening. I just, they just throw stuff at you. Um, the big bake, you, like, you have an established, you bring your, like, so the, the first time I went, I brought my team. So Jessica, our lead decorator, and then a friend of mine who's a pastry chef came along with. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... As as modest as you want to be, you are world famous. I'm not. I'm certainly not world famous. They may not know about you in Israel because they don't know about good dark chocolate. But I'll bet they know about you in Greece because you know about olives. Oh, yeah. and prosciutto well, and savory. How do I how do I respond back to that? I don't know. Okay, Mike, okay. you got me. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not been to Meringue Bakery, you are making a gigantic mistake. Period. Well, thank you. I've got really good people that work for me, you know. And even at this point, I oversee a lot, but I'm not the one that's doing the day in and well, day out. Well, that's stuff. something else that's important, I think, because you haven't had a lot of turnover in your staff. Is it because you let your staff run when you guys get together and have like a brainstorming? Hey, we got a cake that we have to do. It has to be this big or serve this many people. And the customer said, "Do whatever we want. Nothing we've done before." So you've got freedom to do whatever. Is your staff rolling up their sleeves and rubbing their palms together and saying, oh, my God, I finally get a chance to use pomegranate and road salt. It's going to be great. Right? What a great combination. Yeah, like. no, I'm just two, <laughs> Throwing it out there. Two things, yep. yeah. Um, I would like to think that. I know for, for planning cakes with clients, I still have a large hand in that. So people meet with me and we design sure. and develop cakes together. For like the the retail space, I would I would really hope to think that any of my staff can walk up to me and say, "Oh my gosh, I had this idea." Yesterday we had because we're talking about pies for for the fall. I had a staff member walk into the office and say, "Oh my gosh, I can't wait to do this rosemary cranberry pie, and I'm gonna we're gonna test it out in a couple of weeks." So we're very open, and I very much try to encourage that type of atmosphere. Have you ever had to say, "Boy, I don't know, sea salt and road, <laughs> you know, sea, sea salt and I don't think so. Right? I'm not sure. I, there are some things that I've learned through the years, like. I know one of my staff members came to me. They wanted to do an apple cake for the fall. This is a couple years ago, but I've you know what I've tried that before, you know, six years ago, and I and it, it was good, but it didn't sell well. So uh. I think we we would do better at doing an apple pie versus an apple cake in the fall. So I have certain things that I bring to the table as far as what I think would be a better well in your staff economic opportunity for the bakery. Sure, sure. You got to make sure that it sells, otherwise yep. you're losing money. Yep. But your staff also deals with the public. And they can sit when you come to them and say, "Hey, got a great idea for an apple cake," and your staff says, "Boy, boss, you know apple cakes. Remember we made those five years ago, and they just didn't really. Uh, what's going to be different about this one?" Yeah. Well, it's got caramel in it, and uh, 
I can finally use all that blacktop that we have out there. <laughs> we'll just grab some blacktop. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, something different. <laughs> yep. That's yep. awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's why you have such a happy staff. Because they don't feel like they come to work, get told what to do. Here's what you do. You do it like well, this. You never vary. Blah, 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 blah. Go home. Come back tomorrow. Do the same thing over again. I'm, I am incredibly lucky. You know, I think when people think about bakeries, they think it's just rainbows and sprinkles all oh, day long. it's a lot of work. It's no, a no, lot I, of hard work. And our kitchens, I mean, it's we're in summer. Our kitchen's hot. Ovens are hot. Everybody's, well, baking, everybody's hot. You know, but more it's not than this perfect the, place. But absolutely. People show up and they work really hard for Well, us. baking is also a science. It's not it a matter is. of come on in and throw any ingredients together and cook it for as long as you want. It's going to be great because that's why I'm not a very good baker. Yeah. Because it's science. You have to do it th- this much ingredient. If you do more or less, it's not going to be good. It's yeah. not going to be domed. It's not, you know, you're going to have chocolate chip cookies that look like a pancake. Mike, Mr. <laughs> I'm going to do it my way, damn it. You're going to, your your bakery is going right down the tubes. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. But every baker that's ever come to work for you understands that the science is, there's a lot of mandatory stuff yeah. in your freedom. Yes. I like to think that baking is like 80% hard labor and then 20% awesome. You know, I, awesome. it is, it is. But you get that's to fool around right after we do the hard stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. I get it. What else do you want to talk about? What else? I can't see what's in there. So pick one from the other box. And uh, sadly, I just saw Gene take away that one bar that I, I was kind of hoping nobody would take. Um, You know what we have? We've got these blondies in here. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what? It's summertime. People are in bar mode right now for as far as baking easy sure. stuff Yep. for potlucks. So we make, it's actually, we got the recipe from Martha Stewart. We use it all the time at the bakery, though. So you it's, call her and say, hey, Martha. I know. Hey, thanks, Martha. No, yeah. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be great? Not so much. Um, what's cool about this one is it's a blondie, but it's a brown butter blondie. So here I go with my brown butter again. We use it so much at the bakery. But it toasting that butter makes a huge difference. What's cool about this one is it's one of those chameleon recipes where it's a base recipe, but then you can start adding whatever you want. So at the bakery, we've done like macadamia and white chocolate right now. I, today I brought a peanut butter um, jelly blondie, but it's the same recipe. We're just adding different stuff to it. Sure. We've done it coffee versions where we're putting like um, instant coffee and dark chocolate into it. Um, it's a fun one. I'll share it. Okay. I'm curious. Yeah. Because uh, then I'll take one more quick break and we can do that. I, I'm curious about uh, the if you're going to do, because you're a bakery, you're going to make blondies. You're not just going to make a nine and a half, an eight by ten pan like I would in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. You're going to make 10 8x10 pans. Do you make a gallon of brown butter? Or, you know, where I'm using a stick of butter, are you using 10 sticks of yeah, butter? Yeah, we're probably and 55 doing. 55 scoops of blah, blah? We're probably doing like three or four pounds browning at a time. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, because, and I ask about that because in the science, so important, even you can't, somebody gives me a recipe. Well, this is how we do it. Chris Roderick used to do that on purpose just to make me crazy. At the restaurant, you start with a hundred pounds of flour. Yeah, right, buddy. What? A, you know, <laughs> well, just dial it down. You know, with a hundred pounds, I make fifty. So, how many do you want to make? Five. Do the math, and then he'd laugh and call me later. Don't do the math. Don't do the math. It won't work that way. You can't just divide it down into one pan's worth. Is yep. that difficult to do in the bakery? You just learn how to do it and never forget. I think we use so we do everything in grams, and that's. That's where it that gets, it's so much helpful, especially when I, because I, I could just divide it by 20. And if you're at that such a small level with grams, it should come out pretty accurate. Pretty close. But there are, I'm not joking, there are recipes that don't scale well. And that's just, and it, sometimes it has a lot to do with like the bowl size or 
because sometimes you have to whip things up, but if, if you don't have quite enough eggs to, to grab onto the whip, you can't get a full whip on. You know, there's, there are all these different things you have to take, take into consideration when you're doing it. Sometimes there's science, gosh darn it. Yeah, well, that's why that I'm not very good up. at it. Yep. And knowing the difference. When is it science and when is it? Somebody told me, I don't even remember what it was that I did wrong. They said, well, did you use it? Well, what kind of bowl? A plastic, you know, Tupperware bowl. Well, there's your problem. Yep. Why? Steel bowl. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. just going to, well, I got a bunch of glass bowls. Nope. You got any steel bowls? Mm-hmm. Really small one. Well, then you're going to make a really small raspberry tart because you need a steel bowl and it's got to be cold. Yep. Put it in the refrigerator so it's cold and blah, blah. I had no idea. doesn't say that in the re- in the recipe, in the thing I was looking at online. It just says, in your bowl. Yep. It doesn't say, in a cold steel bowl. Blah, blah. <laughs> Gosh That's, darn it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, no wonder it was horrible <laughs> and nobody ate it. Did you bake this, Mike? No. Okay, I'll have another. I'll have a piece. Yeah. Did you bake this, Mike? Yeah, that's why it looks like a pancake, not a cookie. Uh, uh, Cooley Region Cooks, Jen Barney, we're just talking about all the, the silly things that people want to protect. I invented this recipe, and I don't want to share it with anybody. Why? Well, first thing you need is a an oven that's as big as your car. And as soon as you have that, then, you know, uh, do you have any propriety recipes that you don't share with anybody? Nothing? You know, Every, everything you do is... You know, Martha Stewart does. Do you have you to sure? pay Martha Stewart royalties? <laughs> as long as I say, Serious. no, I think I'm, as, long as, I'm, as long as I say it's Martha's, I think it's okay. Okay. I don't know. So you guys tell me. What I, no, I, I was as just, as I, I just wondered. It, yeah, we got this credit. recipe off the internet. Cool. Because uh, it's just me making it in my kitchen, but you're making it in the restaurant. We've even had conversations at the bakery, like what's ethical even between the, the staff. Because if I have a baker that comes in and they develop a recipe, like is that their recipe or is it the, because I would, I would always give credit. To oh, where sure. it's due. But how do you, you know, is it Meringue Bakery's recipe? Can I put my name on it? Like, there's those are all questions that are legit questions. Yeah. That, you know. Well, it may be Meringue Bakery at the top of the page, uh, developed by the, the Stephen Sondheim at yeah. the bottom, or the staff, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, give them credit. Yep. Because I wouldn't, I would be grumpy about that if yeah. I worked really hard, invented all these really super popular recipes, and you got all the credit. No, it's very true. Give me some credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me some credit. All right, what'd you pull up? Okay, we're talking about this Martha Stewart recipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Speaking of Martha. Okay. So you have one and a quarter cups unsalted butter, two and a quarter cups all-purpose flour, one and one half cup baking powder. That's a typo. It has to be teaspoon. I'll Google it. One and a half teaspoons baking powder, one and a half teaspoons salt, two cups of brown sugar packed, one half a cup of regular sugar, three large eggs, Two and a half teaspoons vanilla extract, and then two cups of your add-ons here. So let me tell you about what's going on with this recipe. So we have your one and a quarter cups butter. So we're going to brown this. So let me tell you about browning butter. So you're going to get a saucepan, mm-hmm. medium heat, low heat. You know what? You can do higher heat. You just got to keep a really close Pay eye attention. on it. Sure. Low and slow. You're looking. It's going to boil. It's going to start to boil. At a certain point... The boil is going to change in viscosity. Like, you're going to notice that the boil is a little bit different. It's a little less boily. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And then you're going to see milk solids rise to the top. So you're going to get these little white little clumps on the top. Uh-huh. And then maybe a minute later, all those clumps are going to sink to the bottom. Drop back down, sure. And that's where the magic happens. So once you see that happen, you should keep your eye on it because it can happen fast, especially if you have a hotter temp on your saucepan. So at that point, those milk solids are going to start to brown. And you're going to look for a nice caramely color, little bits that are going to start to stick to the bottom of your pan. That's 
the golden ticket. Now you're ticket. done. Yeah, now yeah. that's the money. Okay. Yep. So <laughs> money. take take it off the heat because if you leave it there, they're going to start to get too dark, and then it tastes like like right. burnt French sure, toast, sure. and it's not yeah. good. That's okay. pine nuts that you've left uh, in yeah, the oven. Yeah, not too. cool. Yep. Yeah. And if you burn it, start over. It's not worth trying to fix it or keep it. It's yeah, going to ruin you your can't recipe. Fix it. Yeah. All right. So from here, it's a basic creaming method. So you're going to take your sugar, your brown butter, mix it up, and then you're going to add your eggs, and then you're dry at the end. Put it into a 350 degree oven. I don't care what pan you're going to use. Just it should be maybe about one inch thick. So okay. you mean nine by thirteen, nine by nine, whatever you got. Got to have a high sides. Yeah. High sides, um, bake it until it's cooked in the middle. Let's keep it simple. But what's cool about this one is the add-ons, you can really do anything. Like, what do you got at your house? What do you got in your, your, your cabinets? If you're going to add nuts, please toast the nuts first. It makes oh. such a big difference. Sure. It releases the oils. It makes them taste twice as, um, like, it makes them be Nutty. quite, yeah, it does. It really does. It enhances mm. the flavor. Nuts are expensive. If you're going to use them, always um, toast them first. Okay. And, um, but literally, just look in your cabinets. Does it make a difference? In. Obviously, the size. If you're using whole, I'm just thinking. I I had to buy some some uh, uh, walnuts, whole walnuts or almonds. I'm thinking it was almonds, chopped almonds, slivered almonds, whole almonds. Does it really make a difference, other than the look of which almonds you purchase? I think it's more about the texture. So if okay. if you want to bite into a whole nut, and leave it, leave them whole. Go for it. Yeah, I would I would chop them up a little bit. Just because that's I like my teeth. Asked, my teeth are very expensive. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. No I, tip That's teeth. funny because I, <laughs> I, you know, I've, I have, uh, I like green olives are my favorites. I like black olives as well. I accidentally bought chopped black olives, put them on uh, nachos, and uh, my uh, eight-year-old buddy said, "I don't, I don't like these olives." What do you mean they're black olives? They're your favorite? No, they're not, buddy. I'll show you the can, right there. Look, they're all tiny. He didn't like them because they're chopped, not sliced. He didn't see. Little round slices of olives with a hole in the middle. Yeah. They look different, so he didn't like them, Aww. even though they were exactly the same. It's too bad. That's why I asked about the nuts. So Yeah, you know. one of horse a piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, just making sure. Mm-hmm. What do you? What's on the menu tomorrow? At the bakery. Yeah. <sighs> Everything. You haven't decided yet? I know, right? Well, you we do a special. Do you, how far in advance do you decide? This we Friday. Still, we're still going to have those pistachio raspberry tarts because okay. we still have – raspberries and i made that pistachio gotta use it up and it's still fresh so that's uh, that's our highlight this week all right come in and get pistachios yep and the uh and the peanut butter and jelly blondies all here all week man oh boy i can hardly wait Mm -hmm. thank you can i get you to come back some thursday oh thanks for asking of course okay well i'll grab the calendar we'll do that cooley region cooks every thursday 10 to 11 right here on wizm lacrosse It's 11 o'clock.